Here's another scenario. What about not being noticed as often as you were or not being seen the way you were seen before? Let's take it even further. Do you feel sometimes maybe you're becoming invisible? You're not being noticed as much as possible. Now, when you're younger, you don't see or feel this. But as you hit your third decade, 30s and 40s and 50s, you definitely start to feel a little older and a little more invisible. For example, when was the last time you had an in-depth conversation or an impromptu conversation with someone older outside? Uh, where you just met someone and you just had a nice conversation and that person was in their 60s or 70s or even 80s. You haven't, or you haven't as much. And this is because as we age, we tend to move away from what others want to absorb. And why is that happening? Lines and shadows in the face creates negative visual appearance on you. And when others perceive this, people tend to want to drift toward positivity. So if lines, creases, folds, things that you yourself don't like, becomes more prevalent, especially on the face or hands, then that's not sending a positive message. Now, there's nothing good or bad about this. Absolutely nothing good or bad. It's just what it is. It's what you want to present. If you're going to work and your blouse have a few wrinkles, that's a choice to wear that blouse to work. If you iron that blouse and it's nice and smooth, that's another choice. It depends on what you want to present to others. So you can either present the blouse with the creases and so forth, or you can present a nice smooth blouse. This is the same thing with the face. So with the face, now we have the technology to smoothen the face, to erase some of the lines, to shift some of the shadows from low to high, which gives us a more youthful appearance. That being said, you are responsible for what you present to others, whether it is your clothes or whether it is your skin or your hair or your face, it all works together. Now, medical aesthetics is a brand new field, very new field. So there's a lot of psychological discussion about what beauty represents to us and how much vanity we carry. And I believe that we all have vanity because we are judged by how we look and so we try to present ourselves better. It's the quantity and how we carry that and what we do about that vanity that allows us to remain in control and looking quite good and quote-unquote normal. What about self-image now? Now, self-image is what you see in yourself when you look at the mirror. How do you feel when you wake up, you know, you're fixing your hair, you're getting ready for work, or you're just kind of uh, 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 getting ready for the day? A little makeup, a little mascara, lipstick. What are you seeing in the mirror? Who is looking back at you? And if you haven't 
done this, spend about five minutes in the mirror and just kind of look at yourself without judging yourself, but try to see the person looking back at you. Try to see what others are seeing. Now, this might be difficult because with a mirror, you're kind of getting a kind of two-dimensional image. When you look at someone, you're getting a three and four dimensional, not four dimensional, but a three plus dimensional image of that individual. So you're seeing more angles and curves as the, as the person face moves. But when you look in the mirror, you're seeing a flat image. So you don't see what others see. However, you have a glimpse of what you're presenting. So self-image is huge when it comes to how you feel about yourself. I tell my patients, if you like what you see in the mirror, you're more likely to treat yourself better. You're more likely to not eat what you shouldn't. You're more likely to go to the gym, work out. You're more likely to do the things that complement your image. When you see something in the mirror that you don't necessarily love, we tend to lash out at others when we don't feel good inside. So you treat the spouse, the children, the friends. You treat people around you slightly different if you feel fabulous. And also different if you just don't feel it. And that self-image plays a huge part in what you represent about yourself to yourself. And the last point on the visual age and what it represents is how do you feel about yourself among others? When you look at your friends and say, for example, let me paint a picture. You've been doing Botox and fillers for maybe 10 years, five years. You've done your lips, you've done your eyes, you know, your face is very youthful, your skin looks good, you do your facials and you go to a birthday party or a reunion with your friends and everyone looks 5, 10, and 15 years older than you. How do you feel about yourself among people who are looking older but are the same age? I have that issue. I am 50 years old and when I see my friends that I've been to school with, I don't feel like I am in their age group because I've been doing this for about 15 years. So how you feel about yourself based upon what you look like really influences the way you're going to continue to treat yourself. So just by looking better, you're gonna make sure that it stays for as long as possible. Now, these procedures are not inexpensive. They're pretty expensive and it just keeps going up and up and up with the cost. It's an investment. It's an investment in you because whatever you spend, you're probably getting 10 times back because of the positivity in you, on you, that you're giving to others and that you're representing about yourself. So what the aging phase represents is how you feel about yourself, how others feel about you, and also the visual appearance that you're presenting to others. Let's talk about slowing this process down that we call aging. When we slow it down, what we're doing is 
we are maintaining and holding on to some of the characteristics that we love about ourselves when we're younger. So for example, the straighter nose, a, a, a nose that's not kind of deflated to some degree or angled or drooped or dropped, a nasolabial folds that are not deep, less shadows in the face, cheeks that are a little higher, under eyes that are smoother, outer cheeks that are more elevated, eyebrows that are more elevated. How do we slow this down? Well, we all have collagen in the body. And collagen, think of it as a network of a lot of cotton fibers all woven into each other like a nice, really expensive carpet. That's what collagen is in the face. It's in the skin and it's in the tissue just below the skin, it's in the fascia, it's in the ligaments and tendons, it's everything that makes up your face on the inside and on the outside. Collagen is more prevalent in the extracellular matrix, meaning it's outside of the cells and woven in between the cells, creating structure. Over time, this collagen count decreases. So when you think of collagen, think of for example, your bed sheets. If you get a bed sheet with a thread count of 2,000 versus a bed sheet with a thread count of 400, the feeling is quite different. The bed sheet with a count of 400 is going to feel a little more rough. The texture, the feel doesn't really bounce back. It doesn't feel smooth. But the bed sheet Thread count of 2,000 is silky smooth. It bounces back. It has a little stretch to it. You love it. This is the same as collagen on the skin. So how do we keep this? Well, Botox will definitely keep most of your lines away. So Botox within the crow's feet, glabella, forehead, nasal lines that we call the bunny lines. The lines around the mouth, oral commissures, upper lip periauricular lines on the side. All of these lines kind of come into place and it creates that aging face that we don't like. If you've ever been asked, why do you look angry? Why do you look like that? Is everything okay? Are you all right? And you're feeling quite fine, but this is what you are representing to others. It, and again, there's nothing good or bad about this. This is just what you want to present. So, we can't stop aging. We can certainly fight it. We can slow it down. We can't stop it. We will get there, but we can get there graceful. Now, there's a word that we throw around every day, natural looking natural, eating natural, feeling natural, but there's really nothing natural that we consume or put on our bodies. Everything we have is processed, even the water that you drink. So I like to move away from the word natural. I, I prefer graceful. When you're aging gracefully, it means that, okay, you are slowing down the appearance of the lines and the shadows, but you're also creating the form and structure that helps remove those lines and those shadows. Now I'm going to break into three different categories. Very young, 
mid-age and older age. So very young is going to be roughly 19, 21 to approximately 29 years old, up to the second decade. And mature or middle age would be from that 30 to 45, and the older age is after 45, 50, 55, and on. When it comes to the younger phase, that 19, 21, 28 years old, 20, I actually, 23 years old for me, I, I, I will tell you that by the time you hit 23, even 22, you start to notice changes, right? So we're all like flowers. We all bloom. And we bloom in our late teens, early 20s. But as soon as we bloom, there are small changes. Imagine a flower on your desk, a nice, beautiful rose on your desk, and you just got it for the first day. You know, by day number three, it still looks good, but it doesn't look as good as day number one. And that is what aging is. Every single thing slightly creates changes that we see as slightly negative. Whether it's still beautiful or not, doesn't matter. We want to slow down this aging process. So when you think of someone that's younger, 19 to 29, we're thinking of uh, someone full of potential because of what we see in them. We see freedom, exploration possibility, hope, all of these positive things that we want to reach. Why is it we don't see that when we look at someone now around 35? You know, some of the hope has decreased. Some of the potential isn't there anymore. We're kind of just tired. We're kind of making it through life. Can't do as much as we were doing when we were younger. We don't look the same as 23 when we're 35. But we can. And we can if you start some of these processes early on. I would have to say my youngest patient has been around 16. My oldest has been around 92. Now, this has nothing to do with age in terms of the treatments. What you're doing is you're creating the person that you always want others to admire, respect, or see positivity. Don't wait until the nose breaks and drops. Don't wait until the chin drops. Don't wait until you get the lines. You know, there's no reason to wait for all of this. The more you wait, the less collagen is there and the more work has to be done and the more expensive it's going to be. But when you start earlier, then you don't really have those instances of dropping the face, which creates a negative view of yourself, mostly, not every time. Sometimes we want a more sophisticated look. We want someone who's been around the, 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 the world a couple of times with a few lines and wrinkles. This is different. So when we look at someone younger, we're seeing of this vibrance, hope, uh, possibility, freedom, positivity, fun, fun, fun. Now let's look at that 30-plus individual who's had maybe one or two children. Um, this, the, 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 the aspirational goals may, goals may still be there, but when you look at someone in their 30s and early 40s, you are noticing, not that you're trying to notice this on others, it just happens. You're noticing that 
okay, my friend is getting older, my sister is getting older, my brother is getting older. How does that make you feel when you see someone close to you, close to your age group, looking older? So one of the things that I believe in 50 to 100 years from now is no one's going to look old. We're going to remove that. Today, we're in the infant stages of starting that process. And again, is there anything good or bad about that? No, it's just a matter of what you want and what you don't want. Some people want to drive 2022 Mercedes. Others want to drive a 1945 Mercedes. It just depends on what you want. If you want youthfulness, then you're going to venture into medical aesthetics. And if you venture into medical aesthetics, you better understand that working on the face is not just popping some Botox and a little bit of fillers. There's a lot of creativity and passion behind what has to be done to keep you as beautiful as you are. Let's jump now to the older individual. We're talking about 55 or 60 plus. Older, not necessarily old, but older. When you look at someone that's roughly 55 plus, the average individual who has done no Botox or fillers or any treatments, what are you seeing? What is coming to your mind? Are you even seeing them? When was the last time you saw and spoke to someone that was 50 plus that you did not know? So at that age, we're not noticing them. So we go from the, from the very youthful, where we notice every youthful face. Then we go to the 30s and 40s, where, okay, we are noticing a few of them. Then to the 50 and 60 plus, where we're not really noticing them, or we're not remembering their faces. All of this, again, is brand new. We have the technology to change the way we look, and that is not normal for Generation X and older. That wasn't available. So this is brand new. So millennials and on have been growing up in a world that they can change their parents when they want to, and they are doing that because there's a power behind controlling what you look like and presenting what you want to present. So as you're getting older, you're becoming a little bit more invisible. But you can change that. You can definitely change that. Take control over your visual appearance, your self-esteem, and your self-image. Post your comments below and tell me how you feel about your features, your face, how do you feel about yourself? Let me know. I'm very curious. On our next episode, we are talking about what makes the face beautiful. Let's deconstruct.